<laughs> now, uh, now we're back. Okay. We're back. Yay. Are we recording this one? Or? Um, no. No? <laughs> we're just twitching it. We, we are twitching slash backup recording it, but that's about it. No worries. On, Coolio. No worries on your It'll end. be extra cool. Bonus. Yeah, bonus. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I suppose we, we didn't talk about your guys' notes at all. Uh, is anybody curious about what their notes said? <laughs> oh, I, I know you know. <laughs> But like, aren't you curious what Manfred said, or, or, like, I'm you know, curious. I, I was actually surprised you didn't ask me some other questions, but, um, <laughs> no, uh, Manfred specifically. Basically, Manfred's research from before, he found the artifact at the original time. Yeah. Um, he he basically was the first to come in contact with all the pieces. Right. Oh, uh, he found all the pieces. No, no, no. The okay. um. The pieces that surrounded that led him to that artifact. Okay. That's so he was like pre-infected. Okay. For it, so that's he became why. the the carrier dude. That's why he's the special. Yeah, that's he's the special. Uh, and then and then when he found the original artifact, it was like okay, bonding woot. time, yay. yay! And then it got interrupted. And it's like no, no. Ah, shit. <laughs> so now he's like the avatar for whatever the the alien thing wants. Yeah, computer program, whatever it is. Yeah. Did we want to talk more about like have a, a yeah, I don't know after show show and like talk about Star Swing or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean we could do that. Well, I, mean, I, think, so, I, I think Eric we, had questions, but well, well, uh, questions to characters. I don't know how much Manfred or Merrick would actually care about this, but it's kind of a huge thing that was like going through um, Anna's mind at the very end there, which was specifically, as, as I expressed to you, Nate, I did not want to betray Merrick again, and, <laughs> and neither did Anna. So as soon as the train was off, she's like, well, I, I, I can contact... Um, the, the lady vampire from the auction, tell her that Merrick's here right now. Uh, I could contact the mafia, say that Merrick's here right now. But she did not do like any of the the backstabbing betrayal shit that she could have done because she's like, I, I she feels she feels like she owes it to Merrick to show to show him that she is a changed person and she's not the weak coward that she used to be before. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, like, do you, you don't let you don't have to call Fifi to let her know. Yeah, uh, Groucho told her. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they don't know where we went to. I, didn't you guys say it out loud? No. 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 I don't, not uh, not uh, in that space. No. Right. Right between. When I, I, we, we, the only thing I said only, is we're getting on the train and we're getting out of here. Ah. Yeah. Okay. We only decided to go to Mars after I selected the destination at the uh, at the terminal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you do you want a response to that or? Uh, I don't know. It, it, it's court had mentioned an interesting thing, uh, which is like the through line between All Star Swings would be Merrick and Anne Marie always getting stuck in a situation. <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be fun. I, I'm down. Hey, that's still entirely plausible for the next one. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> It, it, so yeah. it is. This will be everybody little... survived. Yeah, everyone's fine. Yeah, and... I mean, my my own personal curiosity is um, if that if, if her trying her best to be honorable to him did anything oh, at that? all. 
Oh, hell no. Uh, uh, well, uh, from Merrick's perspective, the Gilded Flower heist ruined his life. He is he lost his uh, gig with the Mafia. The Vampire Council disowned him, and he uh, has literally nothing left. So that heist going pear-shaped because of Anne-Marie kind of screwed him over for everything. For everything. And so... so This is also why Zelda to, will never be able to be in the same Yeah. Player. So you're going to have she to do... Uh, more. Sorry. Uh, Nathan, you're playing this time, right? Huh? Oh, oh for the mates. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. I am midget, midget master. <laughs> I, 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 yes, oh Nathan God. will be playing this time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... Also, Merrick is a psychopath. Yeah. Uh, uh, so demonstrating personal growth isn't going to do a whole lot to. Uh, uh, well, not necessarily personal persuade. growth, but but a show of um, of deference. Yeah, deference well, uh, of yeah. what what that was isn't what's here. Okay. What's here is now a respectable person who faces the shit that comes at her instead right. of runs away. And right. maybe a more trustworthy business associate. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, again, that's all well and good for you. Yeah. That's all well and good for you, Ms. Marie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still kind of, uh, I'm still left in the lurch. Yeah. So, uh, yep. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and she, she, she always <laughs> did mean what she said of, I, Stop she, trying to impress me like I'm your drunk father. <laughs> <laughs> or, or go get me a beer. Yeah. 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 She did always mean yeah. that she, that, or honestly mean that she wanted to help him right. get back at the speculators. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I have no doubt about that. Uh, Mary still hates her guts. Yeah. <laughs> is is uh, the, end, the end of that. Yeah, yeah, and no basically problem. blamed all of his troubles for the last five years on her, so... Yeah, it's uh, gonna so. take five years of yeah, making it's up. gonna it, it's gonna have to yeah you're gonna have to do something pretty spectacular in order to get back in this yeah side. like make yeah. him vampire king yeah which is which uh yeah long term uh, goals which was uh what Merrick was going for at the end there uh um uh I was hoping to introduce do my final introduction on the show as Merrick Banzile king of the vampire mafia but uh <laughs> it didn't pan out that way so oh well not yet mafia. not yet I mean yeah. Monfred doesn't really care about the mafia. Right. <laughs> there you go. It's gonna, it's gonna be hard. Not something he's gonna be able to do without. Oh, sorry. <gasps> Hello, chat question. If you're talking Starswing questions, this Take may it. be more of a player question than a plot question. I was curious, particularly for the players who had the new characters in season two compared to season one. What is the reasons or pro slash con in deciding whether or not to have a new character or carry a character over to the second season, like American and Marie? That came from. I don't know how to pronounce your name. I am really sorry about that. Synodic Lins. Synodic Lins. Yeah, Synodic Lins. Synodic Lins. Synodic I can say. Um, I don't know. Uh, for me, I just wanted to play a different character, primarily. Um, I was thinking of like this. I was thinking of uh, Star Swing as a sort of. Um, I wasn't thinking of it as like this necessarily like super contiguous thing. I was thinking of it as like a more of a a maxi series or like a. It's a vignette series. It's different every time with some little bit of crossover. 
thought yeah. if there was going to be any crossover, which I did. I mean, I figured there was because Merrick was in it. Merrick was in it. Yeah. But, uh, Anne was in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> which was a nice surprise. It was. Um, so, and I just was like, mostly, I, I've been watching a lot of videos of really awesome birds. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. So I had watched a vid- video of this bird rocking out to uh, um, the B-52s. I was like, that <laughs> bird is awesome. <laughs> Uh, I disagree. In in into in like into the beat, and it's like tapping it's, it's from the teeth to the bell. No. That bird was damn it. The bird was awesome, not the song necessarily. Um, you take that and, back. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, man, I really want to play like an uplift bird that's a rocker in uh, in eclipse phase. But I'm like, well, we're not playing eclipse phase, so well, I could play. We have uplifts in this, so I will play. And then it just went from there. Like, what could they do? A racer. Racing was a big thing. Drag racing was a big thing in the 20s. So I went from there. And that's how I made uh, Claude Monty. Claude Matisse. Terrell, how about you? Um, yeah, I just wasn't going to do the same character um, for about the same reasons Will said. Also, I didn't really like my character the first time around. I never really got into that character. Which is, uh, sorry to interject, but uh, I really felt in the last, during the actual heist, yeah, she I, really came into her own. Like, I feel like really? you really hit your stride with oh. uh, Amelia Kincaid and, like, what she was capable of and what her actual power was. Like, I, di- I didn't feel that, like, when we first started out, where you were kind of, like, trying to... Yeah. yeah. You, okay. you were fumbling a little bit trying to figure out how this character fit into the group. And, all right. Oh, Have all a good night, Will. Bye, Will. See you, Will. Will. Bye, Will. Bye, Will. But Why? then, but then you really became like like you found your role as the the man in the van or the woman in the van, as it were. Uh, so <laughs> okay. uh, you know, like the, the hindsight, you know, the person hacking everything and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah. So no, I no, it, it all came and clicked together. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with uh, it all Vega. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you had that great scene with yeah, the, those yeah. great character moments and the character connection with Vega. So yeah. And then I didn't like apply any aspects to that scene at all. <laughs> But it it worked. Totally it worked forgot. really well, yeah. So man. I just got lost Sorry. in his eyes. Yeah, oh. <laughs> and his mustache. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> man, did he? Have it a was mustache? a real. I, I, I don't I, know. I I can oh, a truly voluminous yes, stash. Yes. I don't want to think uh, about people for, getting lost in. For, okay, I don't. Re- I, don't I honestly don't recall if you uh, uh, said he had a mustache specifically, but I always pictured him as kind of like Commissioner Gordon. So, <laughs> well, I never really looked at it oh, that well, way. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I thought I kind of. Here, now these are my notes. Yeah. From the original Star Swing. Right. I'll just put it up on screen. Okay. Uh, well, still, we since it was supposed yeah. to be at a different time, yeah. I thought um, different characters. Sure. Transition. Sure. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> oh. That's him right there. Yeah. Roland Daggett? Roland Daggett? Yeah. yeah, that's Roland Daggett. <laughs> that sure is Roland Daggett, all right. That's, okay, so I guess he doesn't have a mustache. Trenton S. Vega, Trent sinister businessman. Yeah. Uh, who creates. Oh, I, fine, I'll have a slice of pie. <laughs> yep, monster. I did my part. I did my part. I love pecan pie. Yeah. Bye. Bye. See you later. I'm just going to pie for a while. <clears throat> yeah, just, yeah. I'm going to make the pie higher. Pie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Please continue. Uh, I don't know where I was. <laughs> you, you, di- you didn't like Amelia Kincaid. Well, I like the concept, but right. I just didn't think I got into the yeah. character enough. All right. So then now just went for another trope of, of archaeology. Uh, is that all your char- all, all your characters, are, uh, at least in the uh, All Roads Tavern games, are information gatherers or uh, investigators? Uh, yeah, that's. I mean, uh, that's not intentional, but right. it's clearly my thing, I guess. 
uh, I'm like always the combat monster. So, <laughs> so we, we all kind of fall into these roles, uh, I think. So Yeah. So uh, where did the inspiration for Manfred Foreman come from? Um, well, I started with archaeologist and then decided, well, I don't want to make an American archaeologist, so German. And the rest of it pretty much went from there. Sweet. And how to make him more involved. Oh, there's gonna be all kinds of spy stuff. Well, no, that was before I knew there was gonna be spy stuff. I just made him a spy. He was a spy from the very beginning. Right. Yeah. It wasn't something that developed later. Hence the transforming lighter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Which really was born of that actual lighter that I had. Uh, that's where why you, I'm... Where did you get that thing? Anyway? I found it. On the street? In a On garage sale? Or okay. of a grocery store. Wow. Yeah. And thus was wow. born... Yeah, that's that's why I made him German because it's made in Austria. So it's like, what? was it an Aldi? No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> that that would have been appropriate. But no. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah, I suppose I should mention. Shout out to the people who got that. <laughs> yeah, it's the, a German chain. Yes, the artifact originally was supposed to just be a MacGuffin that everyone wanted, but no one really cared about. Yeah. Um, but everyone started caring about it, which would which would have <laughs> been another time-honored trope. Yeah. Um, I I for these last are. two characters, I definitely went for tropes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all right. <laughs> tropes is good. But it's funny because you know, Manfred's connection to it started out as just kind of a coincidence, and then it developed into an actual uh, plot point <laughs> and a major one. <laughs> yeah. It became the point of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is frightening as a GM. <laughs> It, it, it was good though because uh, come out, can it kind of came out of nowhere. He was uh, at least in my mind, he was very much just kind of you know quiet guy in the corner for most of uh, yeah. most of the game. But then like the la again, again the last couple episodes, he just kind of like once the whole, he shifted to the center of everything. Once, um, well, I and Manfred realized exactly what that artifact was or right. what was involved here then it's suddenly oh well then everything the last third yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow no no passive observing here right which is good because i usually have to force myself to do that to be more active yeah so nate that's me going that off is. that same question why did you choose to go with merrick again because merrick's just fun <laughs> uh well, <laughs> he uh he is like uh i you know, it's kind of a, a, a cliche or a stereotype or whatever. Like the evil characters are the most fun to play, or I hear yeah. actors say, you hear actors say that the evil characters are most fun to play. Is it's kind of true. Is he immoral? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that's a very fine line you're uh, treading there. But um, but no, I, he's just fun. I uh, I wanted to play an evil character for a long, long time, and when Cord said, "Yeah, we're gonna be bad guys." I was like, all right. Uh, so, uh, and then no one else was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And then no, well. yeah. and then nobody else was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Daphne had the potential. Yeah, yeah. no, no. no. Yeah. I mean, I mean, in the original game. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, the original game. Yeah. Um, no one was a bad guy. Yeah, everybody. except for Merrick. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. Uh, okay. Well, well, okay. Trolloc was too. Tro uh, Trolloc was right, a right. Bad Trolloc, guy also, I yeah. forgot. Yeah, but he was your henchman yeah, he, friend. He was, yeah, like. yeah. He's kind of my lackey a little bit. Well, okay, we we had bad guy, and then we also had sleazeball. Yeah. Right, right. That's well, true. Let's say we had we had the spectrum. We had you know guys who were quite deliberately on the wrong <laughs> side of the law, and people who were you know kind of backing up on the wrong side of the law. Yeah. But uh, and it, but yeah, no, he's he, like I said, he's just fun. Uh, you can be bad. You can be ruthless. You can, you know, do all the you can do all the naughty things. Um, 
and without having to, you know, kind of think about the consequences or the, uh, the like, you know, when you when you're playing the good guys, you uh, you kind of, you know, gotta be like, okay, what would a, what would a good guy do? Who's laughing at me? I felt like I was being laughed at here. No, unrelated. Unrelated. So yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna take any ex- uh, excuse to uh, play this guy as I can. So like that was kind of my biggest fear was that oh god is America gonna die? You know, am I gonna uh, it, am I not gonna get a chance to be naughty anymore? Um, you came pretty close there. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We yeah. Got, we got awfully close. Really, yeah, really. Close. Sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're pushing you a little it, closer. It, it, it was it was more Groucho than anybody else, quite frankly. Who? Yeah, we gotta gotta get that guy at some point. Um, yeah, it's funny because Eric mentioned like I think it was like two nights ago or whatever. Eric was just like, you know, I just realized, you know, you're like you, you, you were talking about like Anna Marie and and Merrick being the through line for Star Swing. What if it's Groucho? Oh, <laughs> it, it kind of has to be. Like, yeah, those three. Well, and now also, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, Vander. Um, Emily, Emily, Emily Vanderkrum. Yeah. Or yeah, Vander. Emily yeah. Vander. Emily yeah. Vander. Right. You and I can follow. Yeah. So, so like those four characters that apparently now are contractually obligated <laughs> to appear in every Star Wars. Well, uh, Emily Vander did not appear in the first in the first game. Not, That's not right. Well, the, the Electrolux brain then. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she was there, but not active. She right. was. She. She was the MacGuffin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Emily Vanderslash. Yeah, she was truly a MacGuffin. Yeah. Emily Vanderslash, yeah. the Electrolux brain. Yes. So. Well, she might be a MacGuffin again because Manfred has a mouth. That's right. true. She has reverted back to her MacGuffin state. <laughs> <laughs> She's been. You MacGuffin. know what they say about those AIs? They're just cyclical. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So, Rachel, why'd you make a new character? <laughs> well, I saw a video about a woman who married a ghost. <laughs> this wait, is true. Wait, what? Yeah, there's this Irish lady who married... Is that a, why Jackie's a, Irish? Yeah. Okay. yeah originally, God damn it. Originally, wow. Daphne was going to be Irish. That's amazing. Is this and then, that episode of Star Trek? <laughs> oh, no. God, no. No, they, they, were, they were Scottish. Yeah. No, Ooh, Beverly Crusher. Yes. Uh, it goes in to her yeah. grandma's house and yeah. almost totally bone in a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and Beverly Crusher ones are banging in the same ghost, yeah. so it's like undead incest or Ooh, something. I don't know, it's not yeah, incest. Right. Not no. incest. Oh, okay, it's just... It's certainly annoying. Undead sloppy seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what to call that. Specific like, kink. Spectral somebody, seconds. Some yeah. Spectral seconds. You, you date grandma, <laughs> then you date granddaughter. That's, I, that's not even a word for that, is it? It's the natural order of no. <laughs> I'm uh, going to throw something at you. I'm sorry, Rachel. But, yeah. We're interrupting. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, I don't we're know where it came across. I, so I feel, I, I'm so sorry for bringing up that episode of Star Trek. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yes, so please. I did see this like video of this Irish lady who married a ghost, and she talked about how happy she was with him. And... Um, it was amazing, and so I just started talking about her with my with my roommate, and then Daphne appeared from that. And uh, though I realized that eventually the husband was Irish and Daphne wasn't, and then sort of went from there. Well, I suppose it would be uh, it, some people's version of the perfect marriage: never talks back to you, right. gives you privacy. Well, he when wasn't you need always it. a ghost. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jack. Yeah, Jack, uh, their last job went wrong. Yeah. And because um, Jack tried to place the explosion because he thought he could do it. Yeah. Because he's seen Daphne do it right. a million times. Because it was the flashback that we saw as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, 
But yeah, mostly she wasn't Irish because I didn't know if I'd be able to sustain that <laughs> for an accent. So she got the weird foppish. That was kind uh, of it, it was the good thing though, yeah. for Sean as well. He was meant to have an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you inspired by a ghost? Yeah. No, he was at, actually Sean's character was meant to be inspired by the navvies who worked on the railway here in uh, Britain uh, during the Industrial Revolution. Because huh. a lot of them, a lot of them were Irish. So, but I, I don't know if I could. I, it's really not that good. I don't yeah. have good accents. Yeah, you, you're playing to an audience of mostly Americans, yeah, I no, think, I, and you'd be playing with Americans. Who would know? Yeah. You, you, could, you could do your normal ac accent and say it was Irish, and most of our <laughs> referencing Star Trek: The Next Generation again. I mean, come on, we had a, a, an English guy. <laughs> Playing a French guy for like what eight seasons or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, without yeah. a trace so, of a French accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's totally yeah. French. Yeah. English was what was eventually spoken in England. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Well, I mean, really, we, we had <laughs> a Klingon speaking it, perfect English. So. Well, that's, yeah. Universal translators make French yeah. accents sound like British accents. <laughs> exactly. You know? It comes up in the episode where he goes home to visit his family's winery. That's right. Okay. okay. Um, also, I found the article, the article, and it oh, wasn't no. just an Irish, it wasn't just a ghost, it was a 300-year-old pirate Pirate spirit. Of course it <laughs> Because was. of course I sent, it was. I sent yeah, a right. link to the chat. It wow. was amazing. That, yeah. I wonder um, how she so, got to know him. <laughs> so, um, as far as it was, as far as it was for me, um, I really did not feel like um, Anne's story was bookended properly. After the first season, there was this huge gaping hole in her entire story. Um, and then when I, I was thinking of doing a different character and just kind of leaving it open uh, until I heard Merrick was going to be in the game. <laughs> and then I thought, you know, it would be interesting to kind of have it be that she um, has this other mission while she's this in mysterious info broker person. And she wants to make amends with Merrick. So she wants to take him... She wants to hire him for this mission because she feels that he is at least all about the job and would be honorable enough to finish the job, if nothing else. And then maybe she could get on his good side during the mission itself. Um, and a, I thought as a different person. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was very nervous that it was going to be found out right away and then my character was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I was afraid as soon as you found out that she was going to die. <laughs> and then at the end of there, I was like, eh, she, she's gotten what she wants, so she can die now. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> no, I, I, I was hoping that we would get to it in character at some point, but not the EVA suit was clever because you know not only did it disguise <laughs> your face and your voice and everything like that but Merrick wouldn't have even been able to smell you so uh, I don't know if that was intentional or not but no, it, it was a it nice was. touch alright very good yeah, yeah it was it was, it, it was uh, kudos all, uh, compliments then in in preparation of becoming a Batman character right yeah you know, like right. Um, plan for everything. Yeah. Do, do, do you want to know the fun stuff Court and I discussed? Sure. <laughs> As I, um, I, I know I have a good character when like people spend like a lot of time plotting against him, <laughs> or like like he's enough he's enough of a threat that everybody's kind of like uh you know so, yeah yeah so yeah all right um so so one of her aspects was where to go Thunder uh, always have a backup plan right and then she had the stunt of backup plan 
Uh, so uh, we had discussed about it, and um, as a info broker, a highly secret person with lots of knowledge that needs to be very well controlled, um, she has she had the backup plan of the final backup plan: suicide. Right. Uh, and um, specifically for this mission, uh, her suicide. Normally, it was uh, I defined it as um in as part of her suit, she has um, a uh, a needle injection system right. to basically shoot poison directly into her pain um, if she needs to. And then she, she actually has a backup of antidote because it turns out I didn't actually need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, take, ba- take backsies. Take backsies. <laughs> for, for the specific mission, though, she also mixed in... Um, uh, had we settled on what it was exactly? What what was? Um, it, it was either um, diluted silver or holy water. I can't remember which one it was, but that would be injected into her veins. Um, so oh, it, right. it, if she oh. thought that she was going to die by Merrick drinking from her, mm-hmm. she would use that. Jeez. <laughs> and then wow. she also had. Um, uh, I, I think it was funny because he was. I like, may have overdone it. <laughs> no, no, because Eric was like, was like, what would that even do? And I'm like, I don't know, like a point of damage. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> it tastes terrible. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, my tongue. <laughs> this is, the taste this isn't going is. away. Oh, all right, that's gonna be my mouth all day. <laughs> and, and then um, I think she had a, a sun lamp too. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. Th- those were her backup plans. Very nice. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> the amount of like it, it is it is funny how many uh, irrelevant questions I had to answer to Eric mm-hmm. about stuff in the game, to 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 because I knew it was gonna happen. I had these notes for you two. Yes. And and I'm like, well, these notes kind of render half of your plans irrelevant. Yeah. So uh, I yeah. and I don't want to be like. That's completely. Don't worry. Wink, wink. Yeah. I, I was like, "Yep, that's a thing that could happen." Right. <laughs> Got to keep the shred going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that's kind of. I mean, that's gaming in a nutshell, right there. Is like, I also have like a handful of contingency plans and whatnot that are things that like uh, back up, back of things that I was going to. You know, like, okay, if it goes this way, this is how I want to neutralize X, this is how I'm going to neutralize Y, you know, let's see. Uh, like, okay, what are, the, what are the two things that I, you know, what are the two cards that I still have? I still have, uh, at the moment, going into the game at least, I had control of, you know, Telva and uh, Loki. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but then, of course, you know, five minutes into the game, uh, all that changed. So it's kind of like, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, like, That's I, why I, I felt bad about your text chain that you were asking me yeah, about. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. I was like, ah. I guess yeah. I'll answer the question, but right, don't right. want to waste your time. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, and that's kind of what you have to play, yeah. how, kind of how you have to play it as a yeah. DM. But yeah. no, I mean, and that's like literally every game I've ever been in. I can count maybe on one hand the number of times where I've come in with a quote-unquote plan, yeah. and like five minutes in, it's just... You know, shot, like all all the contingencies that I've thought of have been shot out of the water by yeah. whatever happened next. Yeah. So and uh, you know, as DM, I'm sure you, it goes that you've had that experience as well. You know, all yeah. the DMs have had that experience as well. So yeah, that's 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 just how it goes. You yeah. just kind of got to roll with it. You know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I was kind of sad that um, I I uh, 
I, I got, I had, I had uh, everyone's uh, 2001 experience, and I'm like, uh, I wish I had made them a little bit more interactive because they were over so quickly. I didn't realize I'd, <laughs> I'd made them so concise because I, I, I did that on purpose. Yeah. So that they would be short and the game would be over yeah. quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Corey's was the most open-ended because he right. could have asked all sorts of weird questions, and I had all sorts of dumb answers for him. I just, I had no idea, like, I. Nothing on you, but I had no idea what the hell I was meant to do there. I, I looked up on YouTube um, a bunch of crazy hobo people, and I, right? I, I literally just wrote down what they said. That is, that is the... That, That's amazing. That is the court okay, so solution to everything. It was meant to, to be confusing, yeah. all right. That is, that is definitely a court solution. One of, one of the things that he could have said was, live in the moment. Don't get old. Don't judge people because you can't be free. If you judge people, love now, create, inspire. <laughs> <laughs> that that was one of the things uh, you could have said. Uh, um, I really want to know what the significance of that nickel is now, but I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that'll be the. Because uh, oh. how did he get I, it in his hand? I I, I could tell you uh, what the the nickel can do. <laughs> uh oh. If you want to it, know, it yeah, it, it allows you to purchase a hobo name. Mm. I thought you were just going to say a hobo. hobo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or that, a name or a hobo. Yeah. Or both. One hobo, please. <laughs> here, here you go. His name is Jasper. <laughs> Eat and water him every day. <laughs> Take him for regular walks. Him for, yeah, right. Don't forget to trim his toenails. Yeah. And it's don't cut hand. his hair. Yeah, do not. And under no circumstances do you cut his hair. Yeah. If you yeah. cut his hair, he turns back into... Some guy. He becomes respectable again, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> no, can't have. Don't cut your hair. Uh, yeah, don't you ever let nobody cut All right. your hair. So, so, do you, so, do you have a list? Are you going to use this for other things in the what? future? Oh, this list um, of hobo nonsense. I, I mean, <laughs> they're, they're all yeah, really right? fun. Okay. Um, like, like. So, can I add, can I add something to that? What? This is this is something that I saw in the bathroom of Sturgis. The, the, yeah. uh, it was stop stopping me from all that is, <laughs> and that sounds like it would fit right in. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Hippie hobo. Sufficiently deep and crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, like there had to have been drugs involved. I'm fairly certain. Well, well, the the entire hobo lore of Star Swing is based off of John Hodgman's yes. hobo lore. So yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. What's great is some of those things sound like they could have been said also by a politician. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And in fact, I did. Uh, I met a politician recently, and when he shook my hand, he was like, "We all create our own destiny," and that's like all he said to me. And then he laughs. Wow, like, oh. random. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks. I, I was like, I, yeah. I hope yes. this. I'm I, gonna, if I ever become a politician, I'm just gonna like read fortune cookies and like memorize <laughs> oh, the, yeah, what they say yeah, on the yeah. inside. Yeah. I hope that wasn't a planned meeting. Um, like you just no. encountered him on the yeah. street. We, uh -oh. No, we well we were at the DFL office. So what? <laughs> Picking up signs for a different right person. Um, What's up, Eric? So so, um, Linz. Linz also asks. Apologies if this came up before and I missed it, but are there plans to, at some point, have a third session uh, season of Starswing? Uh, I mean, there right now, no, but I mean, clearly it is possible now. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because the universe didn't go to war. If it went to war, yeah. it would have been just ugh. War. Ugh, What's it good for? It never changes. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it never changes. It's yeah. always the same every time. 
Though if if it did go to war, yeah. the, the next one could always be like at the end of yeah, that's that true. war. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the resources are more scarce. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, it's um, true. Court and I watched um, the Ballad of Buster Scriggs. Oh, it's so yeah. Scrubs. Uh, Scrubs. 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 And, and it made me really, really want a prequel Star Swing Ooh. of like the colonization oh. of Mars. Yeah, the old West style. Like the early Star yeah. Rails? Yeah. Yes. Well, no, no. It's like the Star Rails have only gotten to Mars. Beyond that, yeah. it's the frontier country. Ooh. And like, you know, yeah. It'd be fun. And since America's, it's 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 and since America's cool. freaking immortal, he yeah, could, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. A young Merrick? Yes. It's like, like what, 50 like, years younger, yeah. 90 yeah. years younger? Yeah. 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 Like, I, like I, yeah, I actually made the joke to court that it would be like Merrick and then it would be an ancestor of Anne Marie. Oh, <laughs> oh god damn it. <laughs> well, the, wow. fun, the funny thing about a prequel, if Merrick is there, then he quite literally has to be immortal. He cannot die. <laughs> if he does, <laughs> no, the rest right. of the games don't happen. Oh. <laughs> well, well, oh, well, that's the beauty of Fake Core, though. Is yeah. that uh, you can bow can, out? Yeah, you can yeah. bow out. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. So he can still be defeated. Yeah, at, but like, like he won't you can get shot into space. Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, or, or like, he, yeah. you know, as per the rules uh, that you know we agreed to before uh, the, the 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 in-universe vampire rules that we agreed to beforehand. Uh, like he, he, all kinds of things can happen to him. Uh, he can, you know, yeah. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, there's, there's plenty of ways to take Merrick out without permanently, you know, dusting him. Yeah, so. well, but for the question, yeah, there there are plenty of possibilities for a third season of Star Swing. There are the possibilities of prequel Star Swing. Um, Love it. There's just, you know, too many ideas to do, not enough time yeah. to record them in. Um, you, um, you're going to have a while before we it's gonna uh, get be back to it. It's going to be a long time before we get back to Star Swing. Cause well. The, uh, specifically because I don't want to run a Star Swing next. I want to run it. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to run next, Cord? I want to run my superhero Western game, which is wow. still a Western game, but it's a superhero Western game. Yeah. What superhero Western? Yeah. What? Oh, you want to hear about the superhero Western Why, game? Why, yes. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Um, um, but, but before that, I just do want to say, uh, Linz also said the mention of the Hobo coin could be a really strong setup for a sequel to Star Swing. Oh, and right, then, we didn't read that out loud. I uh, read it. But. Review Cultist just now said, um, I really want to see a uh, or the werewolf xenomorph <laughs> encounter at some point. <laughs> Wait, what? That would be fun. Like a werewolf fighting like, a xenomorph, no, 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 or no, xenomorphs no. are werewolves? Yeah, the, the werewolf <laughs> is the xenomorph in a ship. <laughs> Turns out the werewolves are actually aliens. Who knew? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder where that artifact things. came from. <laughs> they came down in meteors and and does, does maybe that's werewolf... maybe that's how they maybe that's how they create packs. <laughs> does a werewolf shift when he's not on Earth? If he, yeah, <laughs> like if he's, if he's not moon. on the full moon, yeah. Which moon? Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it just Earth moon? And if he's like on Jupiter and there's like 32 moons or whatever, yeah, uh, the one's like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Is he like, he's got like permanently like one big arm. <laughs> what if he's on the moon? Is he like tripping balls the whole damn time or what? <laughs> Maybe he's like Saiyans in, uh, what's it, Dragon Ball GT where you can mimic the lunar waves that make him do their oh, shit. Oh, there you go. He's got <laughs> yeah, like a little... shoot his own yeah. moon into the sky? You know. Um, they, you saying werewolf on the moon reminded me of Court's Watchtower game? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That literally yeah, happened yeah. in one of the games. Uh, werewolves on the moon. We're werewolves <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> that, uh, yes, that was pretty good. He that's was right. tripping uh, balls. Yeah, that's uh, right. Oh, god damn, that's moon, right. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, the Western game. 
Yeah. My oh. Western game. Yeah, no, it's literally Eric's. <laughs> he he came up with the idea. Sweet. Kind of built it out. A long, long time ago. A long time ago, like in the camp. eight, nine years oh, ago. Yeah, I've tried running it twice, and both times it kind of fell apart, mostly because of me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it did not turn out well. But it's it's a it's a an idea and a and a and a thing that I helped him come up with because I've wanted to play it ever since the initial idea. Western. And game, since I've man. given up on the uh, ever being allowed to play in that game, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> run it. But <laughs> um, blackjack and hookers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make my own Western game. <laughs> so the the, the <laughs> idea. Just the whole game. <laughs> yes. Blackjack it's, and hookers. It's only twenty-one. Salute. But yeah, that's <laughs> we could actually. Yeah, we could, that, it's table. not a bad idea. We could play blackjack in character. You could. Yeah. 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 It might Have, be like a camera on the table. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, the the original idea that I had come up with was um, it's it's the American Midwest or right, Midwest. American West. <laughs> um, Des Moines. Yeah. Sheboygan. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of stuff that happened around. Um, here. But but it's the American West um, during during the whole expansion and everything. Well, I mean, Jesse James was just down at Northfield, which is like an yeah. hour away from here. Yeah. Okay, so that yeah. makes it sound like it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesse James, Jesse James was in Northfield. Jesse yesterday. James yeah, stopped yeah. by. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's like 1850, and there's this huge, brilliant flash of light up, uh, up, in, up in the night sky. And then shortly after that, just raining uh, uh, falling stars, just constantly, um, and impacting um, across the world, but mostly in um, starting on the West Coast and traveling um, across America. Yeah. And when people started to hunt down these impact craters, they found these weird, strange metal boxes that looked like it was made kind of like of patchwork metal, just like random sheets of metal slapped together and welded together. But it was of it was of metal that nobody had seen before or anything like that. It took like 15 years for anyone to crack one of these things open. And that's when they found these strange devices inside that would literally bond with whoever picked it up, whether they wanted it to or not. These things um, came, became known as raid devices. And they're, it's basically some alien ship had blown, a, blown up above the earth and just rain down all of its contents. And all these devices are just scattered through the West. Uh, if you pick them up, they will just automatically bond with you in some way or another, but they basically give you superpowers. Yeah. And then there's these little um, red rods that are like six inches long, but no thicker than a pencil. And if you can slide them into, into the raid device, and that basically functions as XP specifically for the raid. Yeah. But um, it basically becomes um, the, these devices that people find give them superpowers and it changes how the mid, how, how the West goes down. And I've had this idea for a really long time and I've tried to do it twice and it kind of fell apart because I quite wasn't sure where I wanted the world or the, the story to go. But Court has absolutely loved it because it had a very much um, a... a uh, uh, Vash the Stampede right. kind of feel to right. it. Um, and <laughs> when I tried to run it the second time, I was kind of trying to run it like a, a full, metal full metal alchemist sort of a feel. Also good. Where these raid devices were basically just the, the alchemy right. aspect that people had. 
um, where the U.S. government had their own dedicated core of raid users, but then that kind of fell apart too. So I, I've I've kind of getting gotten a little gun shy of running it myself. So of course, like uh, I'm gonna run it myself, it. Yeah, damn it. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and besides, I know Weston better. Anyway. Yeah, is it, so. he does. Um, it, it's also um, jo genre placement is a tough thing for me. Um, Terrell can uh, uh, affirm that with my attempt to run a steampunk game. Because you <laughs> basically turned it into a normal fantasy world and ignored all steampunk aspects. I tried to use steampunk, but I couldn't for what, some what, reason. Worked from pure blood, I guess. Or did it? Or did it? I'm not sure. Uh, but apparently, review cultists likes weird West superheroes. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. Um, Linz has asked the question of werewolves shifting in space. I co-wrote a fiction piece with a friend of mine, and we came to the conclusion that the shifting is directly connected to the physical closeness of the moon. Uh, giving space werewolves a ridiculous, irregular shifting schedule uh, directly tied to the course of the ship, uh, and, it, and it was a lot of fun to play around with. <laughs> Review Cultist continued, I believe the or original werewolf idea is that a husk of a body is found in space and picked up, and then the beast regenerates. Uh, it was just in Torpor? Yeah, yeah, it's like a hibernation. Trend, yeah, hibernation oh, okay. state. While while it's in the vacuum, I can't. But he likes Lynn's take on it. Also, woo, weird West superheroes. <laughs> is is this being recorded? Also, yeah. also okay. werewolves in space have in weird erections at weird times. No reason, What? It's a in, problem. You know, in in the superhero game that I ran before, the one that was just superheroes in the twenties, the Watchtower. Ah, yes, the Watchtower watch game. Earlier. Um, dead, dead, that dead. was the game where we had a werewolf in the party who went to the moon. Yes. Uh, and then <laughs> started tripping balls. But um, I basically admit that was that, Jeremiah. Right? Yeah, that was Jeremiah. All magic uh, in the world was kind of related to crystals and my and and I basically made the moon a giant repository of magic crystals which is why it's so important crystals. to all magic people the moon is um, a geode yeah exactly <laughs> um, and so when he was on there he was just like <laughs> the colors I can taste the colors <laughs> I can pee the colors cuz it's just skittles yeah, really. <laughs> that's, that's going back to what Eric said earlier on I would really like to see a, a full metal alchemist style game with yeah, alchemy that would be good. I don't I don't know how that would work though with audio <laughs> Um, it, uh, I feel like we could run something fairly well. I watched the original and the Brotherhood. Um, yeah. I, I haven't watched the movie yet. Um, <laughs> Which uh, one? Conquerors of Shambhala. Either or or any right. of them. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I could actually run a decent version of that because I know the I, I know enough I feel of the lore yeah we just uh, yeah. All, all we need to do is use a kineticist from uh, Finder we are all set or no, no no that's friggin Avatar right, right. <laughs> or freaking Fate Core you can do yeah, you yeah, with Fate Core um, oh but, this game has uh, made me come around on Fate right yeah it has this game, yeah. this game specifically yeah oh, not cool. the first one <laughs> no no okay huh. not Elder Hollow <laughs> I, I always thought Elder Hollow Fate was fine for playing children. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's good um, for babies. Yeah, but it's good for being babies. But yeah, I, I did really enjoy the um, the 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 way that I was trying to build that world. But um, my expectations for the game versus the player expectations for the game kind of clashed, and that's what kind of ripped it all apart. 
Uh, my my uh, if I if we get around to running it uh, the, the 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 superhero western game. Oh. Um, it would definitely be, uh, you know, crazy, crazy fun time, DC comic level superhero shit. You know? I, I was just about to ask, is that what we're doing after Maids, or are we going to oh, be no, jumping no, back no. into Void Ocean? Or think, was, uh, um, well, we're going to do Maids, yeah, right. and, and Court wants to run Paranoia. Paranoia. Well, I, I could skip out on that. Well, I, I, I thought we wanted to do, like, um, two, two one-off kind of scenarios. Oh, like one session recordings of... Something. Like like maids is gonna be one maybe two sessions of recording based yeah. on the first time that we did it, and then I would I, I want another game that does one maybe two sessions. Okay. Okay. Oh, just to vary it up a little bit. That makes sense. Yeah. And All right. I can I can run a paranoia game just to just for that. You know. And and the great thing about paranoia is you just turn up the the deadliness just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and the game ends. Play faster. After, <laughs> after that, um, I want to run my my um, Starfinder game, which is a heist game, which is kind of why we're doing the, well, the one-offs after that. <laughs> um, I've put a, a lot like of work heists. into it already, um, and I know I don't think he's with us tonight. I haven't seen him say anything. I know Schottenfurda is very excited to it, uh, to be a part of it because he signed up for <gasps> it. And I, uh, we actually had a, quite a few of our patrons sign up to be a part of that. What's wrong with you, people? Starfinder <laughs> um, so, is awesome. Um, I've been trying to think of a way to, because no, I meant more us than Starfinder. Ah. A, a, a lot of our, a lot of our listeners signed up to do it, but um, uh, this was before Rachel joined us. But a lot of the cast also signed up to be a part of it. So I've been trying to think because it would be like a total of eight characters. Yeah. Um, which would be a, a bit much for one game. Um, we can't record that many. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to think of how to split it up into into two different sections to be able to run it for everyone. Well, I mean, technically. What, what about having two groups that competing for the same thing? Um, well, uh, what I was kind of thinking was um, one group has to go like get all the initial information, um, retrieve it, and basically set up the information that they pass on for the next group to go and right. do the, the main mission. Schadenforda wants to be a sniper of some kind, um, which the game that I was planning for was a very inside a building, short corridor kind of things, and I kind of felt bad about that. Hey, if you have a powerful enough gun, you can <laughs> snipe anywhere. So I've been trying to think of something um, that like uh, another group could do that would be in a much op much more open area where you'd be a little bit more effective. Um, but I haven't um, completely solidified on that. Um, after that happens, which that's probably going to be um, another um, series length kind of like this was, probably. After that, um, I, I am actually really already getting a big itch to get back to Void Ocean. Um, they have creams for that. <laughs> I, I know that we have a lot more other games that people have been thinking of. I know there's at least like three games Court has been thinking of. I think there's like four or five other games I've been thinking of. And uh, Will has even more than that um, that he wants to get to. Um, so it's unfortunate that he's not here and I can't ask him for it. He's in a better place now. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> bed. In, in bed, yeah. He's in bed. <laughs> so I, I should be in bed. I would mind that. I would not go. mind that also. Yeah. I have to get to work. I, yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. if Court went to bed. Oof. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm not entirely sure um, 
what's going to happen, but I do want to get back to Void Ocean because enough, enough people have talked about it, and I have thought about it enough, and um, I've tried very hard to not talk too much or think too much about it because a lot of it is going to depend on what everyone who was part of it wants to do with it further. And I, I got to actually talk to a whole bunch of people about where they want to take everything um, before I can actually start fully planning what it's going to be. Um, I do also, uh, I would like to ask uh, Rachel. Um, I think you're muted. Yep, there I am. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Rachel's here. Um, <laughs> when did uh, I get here? <laughs> um, you've been in with us for this game, mm -hmm. uh, which <laughs> has we're, been surprisingly we're, long. We're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so many hours. You're in this room for with, these, with <laughs> these weirdos. But you have been a great addition to our game. I, I've, oh, I've loved Daphne. She's a, she, she's been a great character, um, and you've been a great addition to our crew. Um, Despite my inability to call on you. For that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Um, well, that's, that's that's how every game goes. The loudest people get the most attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's me. that's life too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> so I try to be as obnoxious as possible. I think um, towards the end she got a little mouthier. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't know too much. This is the first game I've ever played with you. Mm -hmm. uh, for any of our listeners who don't necessarily know that, um, she got brought in because you were friends with Will. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I got connections. Okay. <laughs> So I don't know. So you're used to obnoxious people. So I don't know too much of your, your gaming history. Um, mm -hmm. Is there? Do you ever have the urge to DM, or are you a player? Um, well, I am going to be DMing my first game for some friends who've fortunately never played like any RPGs, so <laughs> I can just screw up and they won't know. Yeah. Um, and then I'll be running a Monster of the Week game for. Um, my other RPG group. Okay. So at some point, maybe, but I have no, like, burning need right now. Okay. Because um, I'm always open for new GMs. Um, I love seeing how new people do GM. I, I love to... I, I, I find our uh, role-playing and GMing ways of um, getting to know people pretty well. Sure. So I'm always interested in doing that. So I, if you ever want to, um, I'm totally open for you being able to to come in here and run a game with us or anything sure um as far as our our actual next sessions um as we talked about it is going to be maids uh cory i've talked with um online he is up for being a character in maids <laughs> okay um, cory wants to be a maid <laughs> good times um yeah as will said he's gonna bow out um and because he's not woman enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't. I haven't exactly reached out to Isaiah to see if he wants to be a part of it. it um, he would have to be here live. Yeah, um, but he's in Minnesota again. Oh, so. okay. Oh, that's good. Um, but do you want to be a part of that, Rachel? Sure. Okay. Um, did you listen to our original Maids game? <laughs> Are the, you sure I about that? I like the first part of the episode. I was like, because ah, you know, he'd ask me about it. I'm like, ah, I don't, sure. I mean, it's going to be a short game. So. Yeah. Like I said, one or two recording Sweet. sessions. Well, um, you got to remember that the original Maids game only had, like, what, three players in it? Uh, yeah, I think so. So that's pretty yeah. uh, Three per three. Two hundred percent increase. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so factor that into your time calculations. Yeah. A little. Just take it from me. Yeah. I know. 
<laughs> Court, I was the one who told you. I'm going to have to go, go back and re-listen to those and make sure, uh, yeah. But, um, brush but, up on the game system. And <laughs> I'll just be a vampire the bondage the flavor, yeah. Super easy. There's yeah. not a lot to do. Yeah. It's uh, D6. Also the flavor of it. Yeah. Got to um, watch something like. So, so I, think, I think most yeah. of the time in the first episode was taken by actually creating the maid characters. Yeah. 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 And, um, um, that's that, that's how it's going to be because the thing I love about the system is their random character creation. Yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Watch, that was one of the most entertaining parts about watch, it. Watch any anime. Yeah, that's all you I'm, need to do. I'm right? Watch a magical girl yeah. shit or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, watch uh, Little Witch Academia. You That's a good it. one, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, Nate, you're interested? Heck yeah. Okay, Terrell? <laughs> yeah! I, I said <laughs> I would. I'd be a little girl maid! <laughs> <laughs> you might Elf. be. You might yeah. not be. <laughs> Can I be Senpai? It's completely random. I'd be Senpai! <laughs> no, Senpai is uh, San- Santa. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Senpai. Santa, um, Santa Senpai. So, so yeah. Um, Santa Senpai! Look at this guy! You're God. So um, die. six we, hours. We have oh, one other patron who signed up for it. I have not heard back from her yet to see if she actually still wants to be a part of it or has the ability. Or if she came to her senses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, if her life just got too complicated uh, for her. If we got and also a flip turned upside down. We can still fit another person. How many people is that at this point? Extra Santa's workshop's pretty big. Yeah. You mean this one. Don't have it. We need to buy another. Dealy. Dealy. We 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 have plenty of phones and iPads and laptops. I'm sure we could yeah. find a way to get them to get in. Hey, any people listening on Twitch right now want to jump in on this shit? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, no, run. It's like, yeah. the, the problem doesn't come in recording them. It I comes in hear them us. hearing each other without yeah. getting feedback from other stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, put it this way, you can hear me through this, but I can't hear you guys through that system, so just have them on the Hangout as well. Yeah. I mean, yes, but then we would hear both of you, and then you could, and we wouldn't have you on a separate channel. Well, as lo- well, if you could record yourself and sh- they could record themselves, Yeah. then it would work. But as, as I've said before, the one thing that I do not see other RPG podcasters doing is bringing their fans in regularly. And I feel like that's a niche that we could we can fill, not only to fill a niche, but to also make our fans more involved and to get our fans more excited about what we do. But, and so but we then feel they see more important. But then they see when we bicker amongst ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, that's been one of the most entertaining things, seeing the behind the scenes. I'm glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> Um, but so doing doing this over the internet, even though I can't see you guys, it feels like I'm sat at a table Aww. playing a game, Aww. which is nice. That's good. You've been an amazing addition, Corey. Yes. Um, your your yeah, ability I, I, to I, just yeah. come up with things and methods of doing things on the fly is incredible. I really, I really yes. wished I had positioned more... Um, Scenes that for for general tomfoolery, uh, <laughs> Buster Keaton tomfoolery, yeah. <laughs> Sean you, foolery, yeah, Sean foolery. I, I think it kind of happened regardless. It yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's also the first time you guys have ever had somebody remote in like this, aside well, from like Isaiah and well, people yeah, like yeah. that. But but like we yeah we've had Isaiah at the table before. Yeah, the difference. But like and Nate, I I like well, the, okay, sh- uh, <laughs> Corey, um, the. <laughs> You've had to Skype in before. With the same people. 
Well, uh, I just want to say specifically for Sean and his antics. They're my favorite thing anyone can do in a game is be absolutely insanely ridiculous. Uh, so <laughs> that's why I never succeeded court games. <laughs> also, being like the one straight man. <laughs> <laughs> in a world of insane people. Oh, okay. That I got. That I got. That is, a, you need the straight people yeah, to, that's to true. make the dumb people look look better. It's true. <laughs> really, that's yeah. that's how I am in life as well. I I don't generally get jokes. I'm normally like, yeah, that's the thing. It's like people are like, ah, straight yeah. man. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. So um, just playing what I know. And um, uh. Corey, I'm, I'm going to toss this out there for you because you've been so great with us. Um, if you ever want to run a game, um, I would be up. I'd be totally up to um, having a official All Roads Tavern game run by you. Um, if you wow, ever want okay. to. <laughs> um, yeah. I, do, I do have a world that I've been working on for like the past year or so. I think it's actually in the, uh, in the tavern... Where is it? Yeah, I think the... I think I've heard you mention it a couple of times. But now that you've been on this and that you've mentioned it, it is now property of what may tell us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, We're bringing it to market next week. Yeah, this is literally over a year ago. Um, wow. wow. When I when I first started working on it, it's the the Thogan world. Uh, Schadenfreude said he wants to be in on that as well. So. Sweet. Yeah. You could have an all-listener uh, all campaign. All-listeners <laughs> tavern. Yes. Um, but, all roads lead. Elsewhere. Eric's there, but he's just listening. Yeah. It's, um, it's going to be it's going to be a while though. So it it yeah. probably be after you do Void Ocean because I still have a lot of work to do on yeah, that world. Right. So, but yeah, I'd I'd love to run a game for you guys. Sweet. That'd be awesome. Um, I, I I do actually have a uh, a patron uh, goal right now. I think it's set at 200, and if we hit 200 a month from our combined patrons, uh, we will have a second game that plays. It'll be a monthly game, so only once a month, but um, it'll be open for um, either us running or patrons running as as a side uh, kind of uh uh, game going forwards with the regular series that's going. Yeah. Um, and I am totally up up for that, and I put that there specifically to help maybe entice people to do that. Um, but a as far as the main game's going, um, actually, you know, Corey, you've been great with it, with us, so I'm totally open for you running an official main storyline with us. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, that's actually something I like to throw out there in general. Is like, is any, if anybody has better ideas for our Patreon reward levels, prove it. Please, please <laughs> let us know. Because I, I feel like we could have better Patreon reward levels. Yeah. Uh, like, and and the problem is, is the amount of work that Eric has to put into editing episodes is too much. It's, it's way too much. And and but I love doing it. I know you love doing it. But you should get like, hey, too much work. to love doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's the problem. That the problem is, is they're too high quality. It's yeah, <laughs> which is like a weird problem. <laughs> you should make it as shitty as my other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, uh, Eric doesn't want to lower the quality of the podcast because he thinks that's you know what makes it it, um, which I kind of agree with. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we need Patreon rewards that don't add to the workload as much <laughs> at $48 a month we'll walk your dogs 
Yeah. <laughs> well, we're already at like 70 something right now. So. Wow, really? Yeah. I've, I've noticed a pickup in the uh, in the amount of patrons. I don't want to walk dogs. Okay, <laughs> dogs. Well, that, that's amazing. I didn't Screw know dogs. Seven, we should really turn that back on as soon as you get back caught up. Yeah, I need to get caught back up. Um, we, we paused the Patreon uh, because, because we felt like we were too far behind. So we've just paused the the charging of people yeah. um, so that we could get back on the track. Yeah. Because <laughs> we didn't feel it was fair that we would be charging them and they wouldn't get their early episodes. So. Um, yeah, I'm kind of li like there. I haven't finished editing the episode that was supposed to release today. So. Yeah. So we should really finish this up so Eric can get back to work. Yay. <laughs> uh, and Cork can go to sleep for work tomorrow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you all for joining us. And remember that all roads do lead to All Roads Tavern. Good night. Good night. has been a Lithmage adventure. For more tales, go to lithmage.com where we forge the fantastic.